Val Marvel's Doctor Strange opened in theaters this week. Here with a review is Sunday Night Live's Matt Nadeau. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
eat my popcorn with broadsword. Oh boy. <laughs> so I got arrested again. Again. In a movie theater. Um. But one of the cops was my cousin, so he let me do the siren. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Doing It Podcast. I'm Will Conlon. Thanks so much for being here. And oh my God, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. Uh, but I'm glad that you're still listening. I'm glad that you're here, those that are listening. At the top of the show, you heard my guest Matt Nadell. That is from last night's Sunday Night Live sketch comedy Bonanza, which plays at the Comedy Bar every Sunday night in Toronto near Ossington and Bloor intersection. It's an amazing show. Check it out. We're going to talk more about that in just a second before my uh, fantastic conversation with Matt. Very, very funny gentleman that I actually get to work with. Uh, Which brings me to uh, number one thing to talk about is uh, I'm in a show this week. It's playing uh, Tuesday, November 8th, all the way to Saturday, November 12th. It's called The Secret Sessions Movie Experience. Very cool uh, thing. So what you do is you go to thesecretsessions.ca, you buy a ticket, okay, and it tells you where to go, what time to be there, and what to wear, but that's it. It's a movie experience. They don't tell you what movie. I'm not allowed to tell you what movie. I wish I could. It's it's one of my favorite movies. And uh, what they've done is they've hired uh, Matt and myself and some other very talented individuals to become the characters from the movie. We do some scenes from the movie. We do some scenes with the movie. And we uh, interact with the audience. And we, we kind of, it's, it, the whole idea is to get the audience sort of involved in that movie uh, experience. So you kind of go and be part of the movie that you're watching. It's kind of a, it's a really cool concept. So I urge everyone to go to thesecretsessions.ca, buy a ticket, and go check it out. We've worked hard on this. It's a lot of fun. It's very funny. I will tell you it's a comedy. How about that? I'll tell you it's a comedy. Okay, it's a very funny comedy. It's, it's, a, it's a revered comedy. So it's worth checking out. Definitely for uh, Matt's performance as well is, is really good. And everybody that's in it. I, I don't want to make it sound like uh, Matt's better than everyone else. But, uh, no, I'm kidding. Everybody's great. Everybody's great in the show. It's fantastic. It's, so go check it out, secretsessions.ca. It's playing this Tuesday, November 8th to November 12th, the Saturday, in downtown Toronto, the Entertainment District. And you'll get more specific instructions once you purchase your ticket. And there is food, by the way. You get food as well as the movie and lots of other fun stuff. So do that. I was, uh, I, I haven't posted an episode in a few weeks, so I'm kind of going against everything I said a couple episodes ago, which is that I'm bound and determined to do it every Monday. Well, it didn't quite work out. I'm doing my best. 
it's just been crazy. I was in Thunder Bay shooting that movie. Uh, it's called Poor Agnes, and it was a blast. It was uh, intense as hell. Uh, definitely, definitely some challenges. Some of the most challenging acting work I've done. It really stuck with me. It really disturbed me, and it might disturb those that see it too. It's a really interesting story. It's a, it's I guess what I would call a psychological thriller. Really good, and uh, some really bad things happen to me in the movie. No spoilers, but bad things happen. I think you kind of would know that right off the bat once you're watching the movie. But anyway, it was a lot of fun, and uh, it was directed by Navin Ramswaran, who was in an episode of this podcast. I think it was uh, like around 17 or something like that. Sorry, Navin, I'm not sure. But very good. And then I got the flu. I got really bad flu from, well, when, when I was working on Poor Agnes in Thunder Bay, I got really fucking sick as soon the day i got back the very next day i was bedridden for just about a week uh so i mean that and that's the tough part when you're doing a podcast is not so much that you're sick and you don't want to do the podcast it's that you no one wants to talk to you (laughs) you can't get anyone to talk to you when you're sick which is understandable it's because i'm talking to people in the entertainment industry and they need to work constantly and if they're sick for a week they can't do anything Hence why there was no podcast. So that's why there hasn't been one in a few weeks. And then I went and did the rehearsals for the the movie experience, which is playing November 8th to November 12th. This is, uh, get your tickets. That's uh, secretsessions.ca. And that's how I met Matt, today's guest. Uh, Matt is an extremely talented, very funny individual. I hadn't met before I got to work with him, but I know I'd seen him before. Because he's involved in a show called Sunday Night Live, which plays Sunday nights every Sunday night, as I said before, at the Comedy Bar in Toronto. There's only a few Sundays a year, and it usually falls on the holidays that they don't play. It's an incredible experience, and if you're a fan of Saturday Night Live, you would be a fan of this. In fact, in some ways, this might be even more impressive because they put this whole show together, and they don't have teleprompters. They don't have uh, cue cards giving them the lines they can cheat off of. So they write an entire hour and a half show with a news segment even, and they memorize everything in that week. They write it and they go over it and they memorize it. And we get into more of the mechanics of how the show works during the uh, the conversation, Matt and I, but uh, truly impressive. I just came from seeing the show. Well, I'm recording this now and it's I just came from it like an hour ago. But when you hear this, it'll be last night. And it was extraordinary. And it blows my mind that these um, these incredibly uh, gifted people, comedically gifted people, can can pull this off every single week. And, and every single sketch was funny. It wasn't like one or two of them were just kind of a, a dive bomb. It was it was genuinely very funny. I think it adds to the fact that it's live you know, much in the way Saturday Night Live is, but but Saturday Night Live is still televised, so you're watching it in your living room, but this is live. The only way to see it is you you literally have to buy a ticket and sit in the room with these people as they're performing, and that really adds to it because, you know, just like SNL, there can be line flubs, there can be um, people forget a line or they just start laughing at something someone else does or, or their own mistakes, and that happens a couple times and it really adds to it. It really adds to it. And so Matt it has been uh, involved in this show for quite a while now, and and he's he's naturally talented 
with uh, comedy and sketch comedy. I knew that just from working with them the last few weeks on the show, the thesecretsessions.ca, playing November 8th to November 12th. Get your tickets at secretsessions.ca. And so it was it was very cool that that he decided to talk to me. And he's one of these people that that really loves what he does. And, and you get that just from the way he performs and the way he talks. And so I was uh, I was very thrilled to get to sit down and talk to uh, Matt Nadell. And here he is. What you're a sketch guy. So what yeah. what would you grow up watching? What what kind of idolize? Uh, who did you have? Idolize? We started this. We, sure, are we doing not? it? We're just talking. Just jumping We're into just it. talking. Sure. Uh, I Monty Python was huge and Kids in the Hall. Big, oh, I was big, big Kids yeah, in the Hall. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh so I got to meet like doing comedy, I got to meet Scott Thompson and uh Kevin McDonald and it was awesome. It was like I was a kid all over again. Kevin McDonald was the best. Yeah. He was, he was so nice. And we did it one of like Women uh, are yeah. insane. <laughs> we wrote we wrote a sketch. I wrote a sketch that he chose to do in the show that I do. And no uh, way. Yeah, and we got to like rub bare bellies on each other. It was great. <laughs> it was That's like amazing. my childhood dream of rubbing my sweaty belly on a kids in the hall. Was that a bit intimidating for you? Because he's no, because he was so like he was just awesome. Yeah, he, and he was nervous. It was like he was just like a you know one of us. Like he was even more nervous than anybody else in the show. Like he was like, Oh God, I'm going to forget my lines. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he really, he wasn't in like, no, but he knew it was cool that he knew that he was part of something really awesome. And he, and he liked talking about it too. So that was really nice. Yeah. He had, he had a lot of good stories about the kids in the hall days. And yeah. yeah and he was, yeah. And uh, he's in one of my favorite sketches and he told me the backstory of it and everything. Like it was really, which good. sketch was that? I, I'm There's sure one I where it. he's, it's so stupid. He's just this guy doing his uh, running errands for the day. And yeah. he's like, I got to stay on top of my day. got to stay on top of my life. And he's, and he's got, <laughs> yes. And yes. I just knocked over an old lady. <laughs> yeah. So he told me the whole backstory behind that. And it give him his yeah. pants. So this will happen yeah, to you. This will yeah. happen to you. Whoops. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> oh, that's that was one of my favorites as yeah, well. Yeah. Those two, um, Dave Foley and Kevin McDonald, worked so well together. Yeah, on that show, like everything they did together, yeah, was they were awesome. gold. Everything was just incredible, and it's like, it's too bad because like nowadays it's hard for a Canadian show to stay afloat. Yeah, like, and that just shows how much talent there is here. And they took a chance on it, and it was this, this huge thing, and then they just won't do it anymore. Like, no. they're just starting to again, like, you know, there's Baroness Von Sketch show, and, yeah. you know, it's, uh, like the Beavertons coming out, and, like, they're trying, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it was, but, like... It seemed like back then, too, like, I don't remember much sketch other, like, Canadian, yeah. other than Kids in the Hall. Yeah, SCTV was, like, 70s. And yeah, and then you had Kids in the Hall, which started Saturday Night Live. You had SNL in the mm-hmm. states, yeah, and that, that probably helped too. Having Lorne Michaels uh, back produce it. it, yeah, yeah. But it's just ridiculous because uh, there's a show called Sunnyside, and it won Canadian, you know, it won Gemini's, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know, I might be wrong. It won, <laughs> it won awards, and then it was canceled the next day. And we had one of the guys that was on the show. We had him on our sketch show on Sunday Night Live, and. Yeah, and we were congratulating him on the on the award and everything, and then he's like, "Yeah, well, thanks, but we uh, just got canceled." Like, 
that's just Canadian yeah. television in a nutshell, you know? What reason did they give, or did he say? They don't never give a reason. They just do it. No. Yeah. But, yeah, they won an award, and then were canceled the next day. It was ridiculous. That's so insane. Just, yeah, you can't even wrap your head around it. No. no. And it's true. Like, in Canada, I, I, I don't understand the... I mean, certain things, you hear certain decisions made in the U.S. for television. Yeah. And you can go, yeah, okay, I get the show won the awards, but let's be honest, the ratings aren't there and everything else, right? Yeah. But in Canada, the ratings are never there. No, so they're never the there. problem? <laughs> but it's like... But it's like the only shows that survive are weird, like, historical ones. Yeah. Or, like, really... Anna Green Gables. Cheesy, cheesy Canadian content comedies, you know? Yeah. Arctic Air. Yeah, like you know. stuff that I don't watch. Yeah. But I, I'm, everyone else does. I don't know. Republic of Doyle is still on. No, that's done. Is that done? Yeah. I like that show, though. Did you like it? I never saw because it. Because I love Newfoundland. Yeah. And I, and I was super pumped that they're shooting a show in St. John's. Yeah. Because it's the best city in the world, man. I got a lot of family there. Yeah. That's where you're from? No, my mother's from there. Oh, okay. But I, I go there like every year. I go there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So where where are you from then? Where were you? I'm from, from Ottawa. But you're I was, from Ottawa. But I was okay. born in Toronto. Toronto. And then yeah, and then my family moved to Ottawa when I was very young. Okay. Yeah. So how did your mom end up in St. John? <clears throat> uh, well, she was born and raised there. Okay, so she and just then went she back. just left for work because there historically that town never has any work. Yeah. And then. Lately, like they did, there was a big oil boom and stuff, and then that, now that's all kind of going away again. What does she do? She, my mom? Yeah. I don't even. It's some computer job with a okay. computer in an office somewhere, <laughs> talking about synergy and synergy. moving forward. Yeah. And uh, she's looking she's forward. A, she's very. She's a very important person in some job that I don't know what they do. Yeah. They sell parts to things. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never. She's on the computer a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I know. She's uh, waiting till the point where it's all, what is it? When when we all converge yeah. in a unified consciousness. Yeah, yeah. and then synergy. Transcendence. And, uh, synergy, synergy, whatever working on business that. people say. And you told me yesterday what your dad does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What does your dad do? He's a Tom Jones impersonator. That is the best job I've ever heard. You know what? He uh, He's good too, man. Other L- than being Lou Tom Nelson. Jones. Lou Nelson, look him up. He's good. Yeah? He, uh, I mean it. He was in a rock band in the 80s. Okay. That was pretty big in Toronto. What was that band? They were called, called? Rabbit. W R A B I T. I've heard that. They were they were good. My dad had a he has a really good voice. Yeah. He was awesome. Like kind of ballady but heavy shit. Can uh, I swear on this thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can do whatever you want, man. Um I'm take my pants off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were they'd open for uh, you know, like he, you'll go on tour with like Loverboy, and uh, he knew all the Rush, and uh, he went on tour with uh, Joe Perry from Aerosmith. Wow. Uh, uh, Black Sabbath when Dio was singing for them on Mob Rules tour, like all that. Like he, yeah, it was really cool. So and he was singing for the band. So he was yeah. the front man for the band. Front yeah, man. and wow. he, yeah, that he was. It was they were awesome, but uh, my understanding is he he was talked into leaving. By like producers and stuff. It's a nice way to put it. Yeah, and they we were, were having. They discussion. were trying to make him be like the next Michael Bolton or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was okay. the eighties. Yeah, know. yeah, I guess. And uh, and then yeah, and then he d- kind of didn't work out, and uh, then he became a mailman after a b- b- living the. So rock he got star right life. out. 
got right out because you know and then my brother and i came around so uh he had to get a job and then when we got a bit older his buddy suggested to him to do this impersonator thing uh-huh. and he did it he's been doing it since 1990 is that right yeah he's been all over the world as tom jones and he's still going still going like he's been to, he's been to alert which is the most northern place in the world it's wow like canadian base or whatever jeez he uh yeah that's he's a been great to like code Spain. name too for a base yeah <laughs> alert be they alert. will never know look out they'll never know i wonder if they'll know we're here yeah um the place alert yeah no one's going up there yeah he did he did stuff there he's been uh he's been to spain he's been to scandinavia everywhere so you you've seen his shows obviously oh yeah. Have gone, yeah, yeah and uh and how authentic is it do you think Oh, he's yeah, yeah, he's real he's, deal, he's real deal. Yeah. Like you like that's, that's he, but now like, does he look like Tom Jones? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. he's got like black yeah. curly hair and okay. everything. Um, he's starting to, he's kind of gotten sick of it over the years, so he's he's now thinking of just doing straight up going back to just doing rock covers and stuff. Okay, which would be good too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's got the pipes, man. That's um, amazing. So how? But he he does like a funny accent in between songs, and like <laughs> it's just funny hearing my dad put on it like a Tom Jones accent. So he's yeah. like, he sings his last song, and then he's like, "Oh, thank you very much. That was uh, <laughs> Green Green Grass of Home." <laughs> dad, knock it off. <laughs> Leave the accents to the pros, you know. <laughs> it's funny. So your dad, he was he was a, when you were a kid, he was a mailman, right? Yeah, for yeah. a short time. And then, and then, he got well, short the... relative to my memory, you know. Right. And then, uh, so how? Yeah. Far and then he, then he became, yeah, he, he straight up became Tom Jones full time. How old were you when he started to, to do that? Do you know, uh, roughly? Ninety. I would have been six. Okay. Yeah. So was that sort of what appealed to you? You'd see him performing, or you'd you'd hear about him performing and things like that. Did that sort of mm. uh, start the the process? You in know your what? Mind? I think it's just I just inherited that. I, I knew that it was cool to see him do it and people liked it. And yeah. I liked, you know, the, I, I don't want to say attention, but like the, the draw he had in the room, you know, when people would watch him. Yeah. So I appreciate, I appreciated that for sure. But I think just naturally, like I just inherited that, that kind of uh, performer thing from mm. him, you know? Yeah. And just love doing it. And my brother inherited the musician side. So my brother's a guitar player. Oh really? Band, yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So you both grew up, and and having yeah. a father who did that. Yeah. He was. He must have been supportive. Oh yeah. 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 He 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 he's a bit harder on my brother because it it was something he knew about, like mm-hmm. you know m- the music world. He didn't really know anything about like comedy or anything. So yeah. But he, he so he left you alone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's why you chose it. Pretty much. Oh fuck But he, he yeah. But he's like, I don't understand why you can't just do you're acting comedy full-time. I don't know why you have to have a part-time job. I don't understand. He said that to you? Yeah. Like the reverse of what most yeah, parents that, say, right? Ow, I'm getting it. Yeah, I know. That's, that's like that. It's Because he, he comes from a time when, you know, you got paid for, you know, doing your thing. Yeah. You know, it wasn't as hard. I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know. But he was, they were just really good and he was able to make a living, you know, with his talents and singing and stuff so yeah yeah and i I don't think it was as saturated as it is now Mm -hmm. wasn't as many people trying to do it yeah it's definitely it's everywhere you turn now everyone's trying to do 
I find even with comedy, everyone's trying to do stand up or sketch right now. It's, yeah. it's insane. Oh yeah. And, uh, it's and a, it's, it's like, a. have noticed the difference cause I, you know, I've been doing it for a while and it, like second city's just like the school is like this machine now, mm-hmm. you know, it used to kind of be a bit more artsy and like free, you know, hippie attitudes and stuff. And now it's like a corporate, you know, just churning money them maker. Out, yeah. Them out. There's yeah. so many people in it now. Like it's insane. What do you think of this? I, I saw, I'm kind of jumping ahead a, a bit and what I was going to talk about, but I actually went, uh, I was at second city, I think a couple of months ago watching a show. And as I was walking there, I was just going up to the entrance and I saw a big poster outside advertising second city mm-hmm. had all of these young good looking people on it, smiling and yeah. laughing. Yeah. And it said, anyone can be a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost, if you check, I, I almost set it on fire. <laughs> yeah. I like, that is probably the most offensive statement to, yeah. a, to a comedian, whether it's stand up or sketch, it yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, well, they have a lot of stuff that it, it's like for, I guess, people with full-time jobs to like come out of their shell. It's sure. More, I, I think, think they that's treat great. it more th- like a therapeutic thing. Yeah. N- not so. I don't know if they were trying to say like, Hey, be a comedian, but it was more like, just come try it out. Yeah. Give us your money. And then yeah. <laughs> tell all the people at work about it the next day. That's what, that would have been a better poster. Yeah. <laughs> come try it out. Give us your, give money, us your money there. Go and, tell uh, everyone at work what you did. Tell your boss day. you're actually now a comedian yeah all right so let's skip back a bit so <laughs> so you're um you're a kid you're growing up you're 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 kind of getting the a feel for this you're understanding the draw that an entertainer has and you're you're digging that yeah it sounds like you kind of because uh, I, I find some people it's either <clears throat> the attention like you said it's either they they, they crave the attention because they never got it when they were a kid yeah. or something like that mm-hmm. or you become fascinated with how a room can be enthralled by an entertainer or a group of entertainers. And it's just yeah. really cool to do that. It's not necessarily about attention or ego. It's about yeah, it was the just, fun of it. Yeah, it was fun. And it was just like, you feel like this energy. Yeah. You know? uh, it's a unifying energy. You can't explain energy. it, but yeah. And it, yeah, it's incredible. Springsteen talks about that yeah. a little bit when he, when he talks about um, performing and he talks about how it's, it's a group thing. It's not a me thing. It's a group thing. Yeah. Oh, and he get gets that. everybody involved for sure. Yeah. I, I saw him a couple of years ago. Yeah, he's awesome. Amazing guy. Yeah. So that so that's what would appeal to you. So what was the next step? Like you you were uh just being a goof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> screwing around, being an idiot, yeah. joke, joking around, wasting a lot of teachers' times. Mm-hmm. And uh making the class laugh. Were you disruptive or were you just being yeah, funny? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah I, w- I would imagine it got annoying, but teachers, like, I kind of got away with a lot of stuff because they liked me, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only reason why I, I have a, you know, I graduated high school is because <laughs> I just made teachers laugh. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, like, elementary school, I was just messing around. Yeah. And then they kind of put me in plays and stuff, like. It was Catholic school, so we had to do that, uh, you know, Christmas time, you do the... Okay, the pageant. Pageant. Yeah. And I was King Herod. That was my first role. Oh, really? I still remember my lines. You ready? Yeah. Go to Bethlehem to find this baby so that I may honor him too. (laughs) (laughs) I remember it. And you laughed even then. No, no, (laughs) no. I was so into it. I was so into it. It was the best. (laughs) My mom made me a costume and everything. Yeah. I had like a little crown and I was all into it. 
and then and then when I got to uh, like high school, they had improv, and uh, that was it. I just started doing that. Oh, they had an improv class. Yeah, in they had an improv school. team. Is that it right? It was all like this competitive thing. You do it every year. You do the improv games. It was so dorky, but it was fun. Oh, wow. like all these other high schools would have a team, and they, like we get a uniform, and you make your own costumes and stuff. Did you have to come up with a name for the team too? Uh, I think it was one of those really tacky. No, I think it was just our our high school name. High school name. Okay. But we had like one year we made like these karate uniforms and the sleeves came off. So when we came out, we would rip our sleeves off. It was so cool. (laughs) It's so dumb. But like the the (laughs) so cool yet so so dumb. dumb. Like you just dorky teenagers running around, and it was like they had judges and they you know give you a score based on the certain games you did. Yeah. And the art, the, the art school would always win. And it was always like, there was no questions like, Oh, they're, they're good at it. And like, our team was really good. Yeah. I, mean, I was funny. Yeah. But <laughs> Cause I didn't go to this art school. I, I didn't win. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause it's like, I see a lot of people. I remember a lot of faces from those days and they're here now, you know, doing a few people are like doing it, you know? Yeah. You know, comedy. The for, people from your troop or from the no, ones from that other beat ones. you? Oh, yeah. okay. The ones that beat me, yeah. <laughs> so you're looking at it going like, yeah, that's funny. You beat me and here yeah. we are on the here same level. Here we are. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you. Like Highlander. Now you've met. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, yeah. Only yeah. one shell oh, it's just stand funny. or whatever. But then sometimes they'll they'll remember something I did and then it sounds really funny, but I can't remember it. Yeah. I'm like, I wish I could remember that character you're describing to me. Do you get that a lot? Like when people remember, even if it's not something you did as a performance, just at a party or you met oh, yeah. someone and people go, oh, you did that earlier. I get that constantly. Oh, I, I yeah. don't have, I don't like, remember. Oh, so I was funny then? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. I don't remember what you're talking about. Isn't that nice? And they say this, I said, they tell me this hilarious thing I said, and I don't remember it at all. And it's the bummer. Yeah. It's just off the top of my head and then it's gone forever. And then do you get insecure like me where it's like, man, I used to be funny. What yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you're telling me, <laughs> I totally telling me this thing. I said when I was like, oh, 17. And oh, no, that was That's brilliant. Really funny. I can't think of something like that anymore. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus, I got to get a job. And then and then the next day you try to throw it out at yeah, someone yeah. else brand uh, new uh, and it just doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> Give me my coffee, please. <laughs> Wow. So that was in high school. Where'd you, did you go to college, university? And I just went to, uh, yeah, community college. Like you obviously kept with it. You knew the path you were yeah, on. Yeah. So I knew, you wanted to. I knew I wanted to do. I like acting as, as a whole. Mm-hmm. As Yeah. So, but my main focus, I guess, for a while was like, I knew I wanted to do comedy stuff. Yeah. Comedy stuff. So professional. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like sketch and everything. Um, yeah, and then after high school, I, I just went to this Algonquin College in Ottawa because I I had a huge, still have a huge procrastination problem. Mm-hmm. So, like, I did apply for all these good schools, but yeah. I didn't work on my, you had to audition for the program. And I, did, I didn't get any help with my audition, even though both my teachers, my drama teachers were like, let us help you with this. Yeah. Like, I'll do it myself. I didn't get help and I left it last minute. I'm like the night before the school audition. I'm working on it in, you know, in in a bedroom, you know, trying to come up with this thing instead of having this polished, prepared thing. (laughs) Because I was stubborn. So 
I looked like an idiot because I also like <laughs> one of the auditions you had to do some Shakespeare. Okay. And there's a whole thing with that. You know, yeah. you gotta learn how, <laughs> that takes a little there's time. To learn. Fra- you gotta learn how to speak like that. And I'm like, I'll just do, do it. <laughs> I'll crack up. Screw I'll you. read it on the yeah. way there. Yeah, yeah. And it was awful. <laughs> they stopped me in that that was for I think it was George Brown. They stopped me on that one. They're like, thank you. I was like, okay, I butchered that. Then like I tried- they stopped you while oh, you're Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Then same thing. Come back and I, I Ryerson big deal program. I really wanted to get into it. They make you audition in front of everybody else instead of like seeing you one on one. Yeah, you have to audition in front of the whole everyone else auditioning, so you see how good everyone else is. Oh fuck! So I get up there and I <laughs> fucking. They're like, "Okay, your audition. You can do a monologue." My monologue was good. It was some lawyer. I don't even know what the hell it was from, okay. but it was it was good. I was good. I was ha- I was happy with it. Did this, and then they're like, you have to summarize the play in five minutes and act it out. And uh, there's a lot of good plays out there. A lot of funny plays, a lot of easy shit you could do. Mm-hmm. I chose to do King Lear. <laughs> so I'm up there just saying random fucking words from the play. <laughs> they don't have anything to do with anything. Just random fucking... Through dialogue, the like lines yeah. Too, just for you know, random dialogue of a play that I never like. I don't even <laughs> think I knew what it was about. Wow, I was so fucking stupid. And then they cut me off on that one too. They're like, "Okay, thank you." And then I'm like, "All right, I butchered that. I should have worked on this, you know." <laughs> so then Algonquin was like my backup, and that's the only one I got into because they just wanted the monologue, which I did pretty good on. Yeah, and. uh I remember leaving the audition for Ryerson and I'm waiting for my mom to come pick me up. This is around when SARS was going on. So there was like nobody in Toronto. It was wild. So I'm waiting for my mom to pick me up. It just taken a while. And like, I didn't have a cell phone or anything then. So I had no way of like letting her know. So I just sat there like an idiot in front of the school. And then the guy who was running the fucking auditions, the professor or whatever. Yeah. He comes out and he's talking with, some student and and then he's like he looks at me and he goes oh, he laughs and he and he, he looks at me and he covers his mouth and he's talking oh, talking to the fucking guy he's with pointing at me and then the guy looks at me and then they both laugh and like uh, it was so obvious they were talking about what me the fuck? yeah it was like i was just mortified and i still haven't learned my lesson i still learn things the day before do you really yeah i auditioned for poltergeist the remake you, yeah you, yep. with sam rockwell yeah one of my favorite actors could have, you know, if I worked hard on it, I could have fucking maybe been in a movie with Sam Rockwell. Yeah. I was auditioning for the, 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 I don't know, the sound guy or whatever. Like, you know, there's the guy who comes in with all the gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To find the ghosts. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was auditioning for that guy. And then, yeah, and I was I, I was reading it over the night before, and then I get into the audition, and I just didn't have it. Nothing was memorized. And I'm like, do you guys have a copy of the script? <laughs> <laughs> So I get in there and I'm just reading off a piece of paper and they're like, uh, okay. And they have a camera on me and everything, like a big deal, friggin' movie, mm-hmm. big feature. Yep. And I'm like, mm-hmm, reading a piece of paper. <laughs> Fucking idiot. And you still, you didn't, that still didn't do it for you? <laughs> I think now. Yeah. I 
try a bit harder. How many pages? Out of curiosity, how many pages? It was, was that? two pages. Two pages. Okay. And right. I did. I, I were, but the, also the problem was I was super excited. Yeah. So I didn't sleep. Oh. So I was exhausted the next day. Okay. And uh, yeah, I was exhausted and nothing stuck in my brain. And it, yeah, it was just embarrassing for everybody. <laughs> it was embarrassing for everybody involved. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's something that'll stick with you for a while. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. So you went to school then yeah. in 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 uh, Ottawa, Algonquin, yeah, right? Algonquin. Like you said. Because so you also, I found out like their program was uh, it was good. Yeah. It wasn't like renowned or anything, but they yeah. they were really hands on with okay. everything. Like if Ryerson and those places, you're in a classroom for the first two years, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to do that. I wanted to just get into you it. You want to get your hands dirty. Yeah. Right? So especially they, because at this point too, this isn't new for you. No, it's not. Right? But I understand, you know, why they do like, they're making you learn technique and you know, all that stuff. But the Algonquin was your first year. You're doing a different play every week. Yeah. And they're like, you someone wrote it and then someone has to direct it and do all the other jobs plus act in the in the play and mm-hmm. that's every week it was it was fun it was crazy yeah and i uh yeah and uh, if i remember correctly the play that i wrote was pretty much a rip off of encino man <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to emulate no it was <laughs> but with a with a viking and with a viking instead of a caveman and it was uh, funny, okay. and I don't know if I have copies of it anywhere, but there was this guy in my cl- class that he was huge. <laughs> he was like 6'5", so I used him for the play. Yeah. It was so stupid. I, and so he thought out, and then he decided, you know, he spoke English for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he decided to get a job <laughs> and work in an office. <laughs> This sounds better than Encino oh. Man. Yeah, so yeah. I know he had a monologue, and the the guy had trouble memorizing it. But he was really, it it was it was well received. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's know. a pretty cool. Actually, that's you know, as you're saying that, that's really, that's really funny. Like a Viking just going and yeah. Working it was essentially off. like a a fifteen. Like they were short plays. So yeah, like twenty minutes maybe. Okay, I can't remember. Yeah, it was essentially a twenty-minute sketch. Yeah, you know? that's what I was gonna say. It sounds like a sketch. Yeah, that that's you, all. Yeah. yeah, I have no. Uh, I don't know if I could write a play with a plot and a <laughs> all those stupid things rising, that, yeah. whatever climax. Ah, those things don't matter. <laughs> Come on, just stupid jokes and yeah. dumb characters. That's, that's right. what I do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just did um, did the that, and uh, it was pretty cool. We we kind of lucked out in a way, where the program was changing hands in my second year, and the guy who took over, like, was pretty serious about the th- theater and everything. Okay. Because the the lady who was running it before was kind of like just a hippie and just like tell each other your emotions and stuff, and and he was he brought in like actual thespian actors to teach us things. Wow. So, yeah, we kind of lucked out. We had this one guy, John Konesgin. He's great, He and he's been at it. He was a, a voice on Teddy Ruxpin and stuff like that. Ooh, yeah. And gig. he ended up becoming pretty severely diabetic, so he couldn't really act as much, so he decided to teach. Mm-hmm. And it was he was awesome. Like, he was like, yeah, he was a really good uh, role model. No, I don't want to say that. <laughs> 
Mentor? Mentor? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was good. It was cool to hear like someone who's been in that world for over 20 years, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Gives you the perspective on it, gives you yeah. a bit of a <clears throat> an idea of what you're getting yourself into mm-hmm. sort of thing. So yeah, that was cool. And then after I graduated, I did nothing for a year. I was a bum at home. Yeah. And I just worked at a grocery store. Uh, I did not. I I think I did two s- plays maybe. Okay. But uh, yeah, I was like la- community I, theater. Type yeah, thing? and I was just being a lazy idiot. And then I'm like, I'm gonna go to Toronto now. So then then that was it. And, and that was it. Yeah. What? Actually, I didn't get to Toronto. Okay. I was in Mississauga for a year. Okay. Because my brother was going to school there, and he's like, just come to Mississauga. It's right there. I'm like, yeah, it's right there. And like, oh, wait, there's no subway to Toronto from this <laughs> other city. <laughs> I didn't fucking know any better. One that's right. Well, you're from, you're all the way up in Ottawa. Yeah, I I, stupid. You hadn't, obviously hadn't spent a lot of time in Toronto, no. so. No. But what was the, the decision that you just pick up and, and go to Toronto, though? There had to be something that kind of kicked your ass. I don't know. It was just always, that was always my plan. Okay, so because I guess it was all out here. As, yeah, you know, I thought you was that like maybe when you came down for for Ryerson and stuff, you sort of recognized. Yeah, that? I just saw the this is community, you, you know. Yeah, and it just felt cool back then. So were you feeling like I'm just like I'm not trying to harp on this, but it's it's always interesting to me because. I know that feeling when you're doing nothing for so long yeah. and you're like, fuck, I need a change of venue here. I need a change of something. And yeah. so was it sort of like that for you where you're like, I, I, if, if I'm going to, if I'm going to do anything with yeah, I, my uh, talents, yeah, I, get the I, fuck I knew. Here. Yeah. I, like, even though you could, I could have been, if I tried, you know, I, I probably could have been an actor in Ottawa, but like. That's all. It's all theater. Yeah. You you just be. There's not. There wasn't as much of a film and television kind of thing. And that's where you saw yourself happening. Film I wanted. Yeah, I think I wanted to, but I still. I like theater too. But you could do like the National Arts Center, like NAC plays there and stuff like that. Like yeah. You could. There's theater happening in in that city, but I just felt like Toronto was. I wanted. To, yeah, I wanted because of the comedy thing too. Like yeah. I wanted to do. You know, all the sketch stuff was out here, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a bigger scene out Second here. Second City. Yeah, and yeah. All the things. Which yeah. I wanted to go to as well. Yeah. And I did. I went there after after I got out of Mississauga. How long were you in Mississauga? Like uh, just under a year. Okay. It so was really bit. boring. It yeah. was bad. <laughs> it was the worst. I worked at a warehouse. I had to take four buses to get there. Oh, shit. It was the only job I was ever fired from. <laughs> really? <laughs> because I hated it so much. The warehouse, I didn't mind. Because I had work to do. Went in, did it, and I went home. Then they stuck me in the office because they found out I spoke French. Oh shit! And I didn't want to f- do that, but uh-huh. they're but they're like, "Oh, you get a raise." I'm like, "Okay, good." But then I worked an hour less, so it didn't matter. <laughs> and then, uh, and I never worked in an office before, and I have no, oh. I had no idea what to do. Oh, and then it's and awful! Isn't I, it? They would just catch me just sitting there like asleep. So then they, yes, yeah, like I used to when I worked never again. When I worked in an office for a few years, I would, I would, uh, I had two bathroom breaks scheduled throughout the day. About one would be about ten fifteen in the morning. 
because between when I got there and lunch, and the other one would be about three o'clock in the afternoon because it's after lunch when I go home. Yeah. And each one was for about 10, 15 minutes, and I'd go, and I'd go in the stall, and I'd sleep for 10 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding. I'd sleep for 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. I would yep. do a sneaky bathroom sleep, I, too. I yeah. set my alarm in case I Screw fell asleep it. longer. Yeah. And, <laughs> and oh, who cares, man? My Offices there. suck. I don't know how people it's do terrible. it. It's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, man. It's just not such a me. monotonous. Just, and they're all gray. They're yeah. always gray. And everyone's like, everyone who works in them is gray. They're just yeah. life is gray. It's just been sucked. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like I would watch, like I'd see those uh, those videos online about working at Google and stuff. I'd see all the colors. Yeah, and I'd see, yeah, like, yeah. People laying on hammocks with their yeah, laptops. Exactly. I'm like, Why the fuck can't? Hydro but they do like this? fire everybody. Like I think periodically there yeah. don't they don't they just clean house and get a bunch of new eighteen year olds that know the internet better than anyone yeah, else. Yeah. So basically. It's nice. It's colors and nice happy for a so short that you don't time, come back yeah. with a rifle. How dare you be 30 here? <laughs> <laughs> right? It was our understanding that yeah. you would die yeah. at 29. They do that there. They have the implant and then you, uh, a giant orb kills you. Is that that movie? <laughs> Logan's Run? Oh, is, oh, right, right. That's right. Which is, I think they're remaking that too. Are they? I think so. Not surprised. Yeah. So you finally get to Toronto. Yeah. So how did you sort of insert yourself? In, uh, oh, you know what? I one of the f- first things I did was go to a uh, Toronto sketch comedy festival show. Yeah, at the old where the old fire hall, like it was where Second City used to be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was still around. And yeah, and I went and saw a sketch show and for Toronto Sketch Fest, and I'm like, I love this. This is what I want to do. How long, by the way, at that point, how long had it been since you'd done some sketch? And- uh, a while. I It was weird, though, because when I was in Mississauga, mm-hmm. I was on this TV show called Next Comedy Legend, which was like American Idol for sketch comedy. How the hell did we skip over that? What the yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, Sorry, I, man. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I, I found out about this show, and they were auditioning, and all you had to do was three characters. Okay. It was for the CBC, and it was for, yeah, Second City. They were going to, this is how they were going to find the next cast member. Yeah. So they went all over Canada, and then when they came to Toronto, I, I made it into the show for the Toronto, you know, segment. Yeah. At, like thousands of people auditioned for this thing. Yeah. But so you go in there, and then someone watches your characters, and then, and then they, uh, you, then you go on the real show and it was like joe flaherty was there wow Elvira kurt was there wow as the judges yeah and they were good and then joe, Fl- <laughs> joe i remember joe flaherty saying like yeah man when you came in i thought you were one of those big guys that yells a lot but you weren't a yelly guy so that was good <laughs> you're not a yelly I'm not guy a, but i am a yelly guy but i wasn't like that kind of At yelly guy okay so yeah, and then it was it was it was weird. It what was, was a, it the was character? a friggin' reality show. Yeah, and it was hosted by Trish Stratus, the wrestler. Okay. okay. And then we were all like in this you know restaurant bar or whatever with a theater in the CBC building, and they would just film us doing our thing, and uh, then you just you kind of just had to do sketches for the judges, and then that was and then they'd film everything in between. Yeah. But I didn't, I just thought this whole thing was a joke, right? I was like, this is so stupid. But it was cool that I made it that far. Yeah. But then when I got there, I'm like, this is fucking dumb, you yeah. know? Yeah. Reality show. So every time they interviewed me, I'd swear. 
so they didn't so they use anything use I did. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm on this show. I'm on this show. Telling all these people. That, so I was there for two days doing this thing, right? Yeah. And they filmed a lot of great stuff that we did. Yeah. And it never went on air. And yeah. again, Canadian television. I don't understand why. We're like some of the top, you know, funny young people yeah. doing sketches for this show. And they didn't put any of it on TV. They wow. just skipped right up. It's like, this is Toronto. Here's who made it. And then they skip right to the main story where they get all the people that live in the house together. Oh, they did Christ, that bullshit. That shit. Yeah. So it was so really they, no. They, it really had nothing to do with your your abilities necessarily. They was, didn't show anything that I could. Oh, they showed like man. two seconds of it. This was the they showed a they showed here's the Toronto finalists, and then they showed a clip of me doing. I think I was doing like a sea captain scene or something. Okay. And then and then I, and then a clip of me going, I'm gonna bring the thunder, and then boom, I'm out. <laughs> that was it. Wow. Yeah, two days of stuff from all these like, and that wasn't the only one. Like there was other talented people there, and yeah. they didn't show a single thing they did. And it would have been they would have had a great episode of TV if they showed the sketches we did or the improv we did, but they never, you know, they just cut it all out. It didn't make any sense to me. That's amazing. Well, again, it leads back to what we were saying earlier, like what makes sense in this country, in this... Yeah. I mean, there's something about the entertainment industry as a whole that just makes you go, what? And then in Canada, though, it seems to get even more skewed. And I I sometimes wonder if it's because in this country, I feel like we're still, after decades, trying, or they, whoever they are, are trying to figure out what Canadian content should be like. Like if, if, if there's Canadians, out, yeah. if there's Canadians in the show, that's your content. That's exactly. Why the do we point. always have to have maple syrup jokes and shit? Exactly. Like, this is why I'm sure you've heard the story about how Bob and Doug McKenzie came about. Did you ever hear that? Story? Was it because of CanCon? Like they were making fun of it on SCTV or something? Well, it's because they had um, uh, SCTV was doing well in the in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So CBC was kind of threatened by that, and they said, "Okay, well, we need more Canadian content because if it's being shown in the U.S., we want authentically Canadian oh, content." Good. They just well, what it. do you want us to do? Put on toques and start calling each other hoser? So that's literally what <laughs> Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis did. They and it did became that, massive. They did that as a, a fuck you to the yeah. CBC. And it became the the thing that SCTV is known for that's now amazing. is Bob and Doug McKenzie. And I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah. I think it. I think it's brilliant. I think the oh, characters are brilliant. I love that. It's, it's genius. So but at the same time, it's like now you get we got a whole slew of Americans... It, I don't want to say it blew up in their face, but it like, but guess it backfired. I, or I don't know. It, it made it, it more popular. That, yeah, it did. But it like, it feels like they meant to say "fuck you." Yeah, and, and then it, it became went, massive. And, yeah, and that's the thing when they showed to CBC, thinking that they'd go, you know, you guys are just immature assholes. We give you a little critique, and you take it this far. And instead, they went, "This is perfect." Wow. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So yeah, it's I, I think we're still that's the point though. That was the what, the seventies or eighties? Mm. Late seventies, early eighties that yeah. was happening. And we're still caught yeah. in in this centrifuge going round and round well, trying to figure out it's yeah, and like uh, like you said, the artists like you and I, we're not trying to figure it out. We're Canadian. No, we're yeah. doing what we do. Yeah. We're not trying to be Canadian, we're trying to be entertaining. We're trying to be funny or whatever. Yeah. Well and, it's, you look at like an Australian show. Yeah, you know they're Australian, and yeah. they're, they're not doing Australian content. No, they're doing. They're just. They are Australian, and it's known. You know what I mean? It's an Australian show. Yeah. So when there's a Canadian show, why do we have to 
reference Johnny McDonald or some exactly. shit. Exactly. Yeah. But you watch the shows like that Chris Lilly does, uh, uh, like Angry Boys and yeah. and Summer Heights High. Yeah. And there, other than the maybe the like like take Summer Heights High, maybe something about the technical aspects of the education system over there that don't necessarily apply over here. But they're not. They're not. It's not like they're trying to teach you about yeah. that or something like that. You need to learn about. Uh, the Australian education system. Yeah. No, it's about we got a guy named Mr. G who's exactly. who's a fucking freak <laughs> and he's in charge of children. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I know. It doesn't make sense. I, I don't know who is up there running things, you know what I mean? But they're they gotta figure it out. I I the only thing that makes me feel better and this is so, so like, morbid. Yeah. I think they're close to death, whoever it is. Well, I mean you have just YouTube <laughs> and Netflix and all those like Yeah. You know, that's the future. Yeah. Streaming and online and, you know. It's crazy. Fucking internet. Yeah. All right. So you you, you had that nice little reality show experience. Yep. I'm glad because, you know, when you said you moved to Mississauga and you worked in a warehouse, I just thought that that's, that's what you did for a year that you didn't do anything. Pretty much. Yeah? Well, yeah. you did the reality show, though. Yeah, I did that, and then that was it. But the warehouse sounds like the highlight of the year. It was awful. And then, it, yeah, I just hung out at this fucking house in the suburbs with my brother. Then my brother drops out of school. Oh, shit. So there was no reason for us to be there at all, but we're stuck in this house because of the lease for a year or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, and I mean, I didn't know how, it, you know, finding your way around wasn't as easy as it is now, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, Google and shit like that. Yeah. So I didn't know, like, I, I knew I could take a GO train into Toronto, but, like, I didn't take advantage of that. I was, like, you know, I was out on my own for the f- first time. I was freaked out. It was weird because hmm. I'm stuck in the suburbs. There's no sidewalks anywhere because you have to drive <laughs> literally everywhere you have to drive. I didn't have a fucking car. Yeah. Your brother go back? Did he hightail it back We to He ended up, yeah, he, he ended up moving back. We, yeah, he left, like, maybe a, couple weeks before i did we all left okay. around the same time okay. but he he was just he went to school and then he just worked and then that was it and then i got yeah i got laid off so i, I just literally was just hanging out at that fucking house for like a couple months and i'm like uh kill me you know yeah and then uh yeah and then my buddy lucked lucked out and we've found a place to move into and then uh and then i got a construction job <laughs> You're just making the rounds, man. <laughs> just doing everything wrong. <laughs> had a construction job, and then I did that, and then I f- then I finally went to Second City. Uh, I took a class called Improv for Actors, mm-hmm. and uh, it was with a guy named Craig. I can't pronounce his last name, but he's the lead in uh, The Listener. I don't know if you've ever seen the show The Listener. I've, I have not seen the show, but I know the yeah, show. So yeah, so he's like an ambulance driver that's like psychic. Okay. Or can read people's minds? I don't know. <laughs> he listens. I never watched it. Um, but he took this class with me, and we had a great time. And it, and uh, he ended up hooking me up with his agent. So that was the first agent I had. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then I just ended up getting a part-time job. And then I started taking more classes at Second City. And then started doing more sketch. Ended up with my own sketch troupe of some buddies. Yeah. We just were, formulated there like yeah well that they i met those guys uh f- one of them was my best bud john who who moved with me from ottawa and was in mississauga and lives here now mm-hmm. and uh the other two guys are good friends of mine 
and we met working at the beer store and then we made a sketch troupe called the regulars and you know we we did that for a couple of years and it was fun and it was wild and then i kind of broke off with my my friend aaron we still to this day do it's called palcoholics we do like a duo sketch duo oh, thing nice yeah and it's fun and it's just uh, i must have done hundreds and hundreds of sketch shows now like i did like toronto sketch fest montreal sketch fest and just all kinds of shows in between. Wow. Yeah. Like it var- just various venues around the city. Oh, yeah. They'll put you up. Comedy yeah. bar. Comedy bar. Um, so doing that, I kind of became relatively known. Mm-hmm. So then I auditioned for Sunday Night Live at Comedy Bar and with the Skechersons, mm-hmm. which is kind of the cool underground version of Second City. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's interesting. So I've never I, heard it put that way. That's cool. Well, that's how I see it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I, I, I see that. Yeah. I auditioned before once before and I didn't get in. And then I did it again and I've been I've been in it almost two years now. Mm-hmm. And it's the fucking greatest thing ever. Because I've like yeah, like I said, I met I'm meeting people that I idolize. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I met Kevin McDonald and that that was not a let down at all. He was amazing. Yeah. I met Dave Keckner, who was also awesome. Yeah. Nice fucking guy. Yeah. Uh, I met the Scott Atsit and John Lutz from, um, 30 Rock. Oh boy. Did a show with them. They were cool. Even though Scott Atsit was hitting on, on my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> That's okay. You don't mind. <laughs> well, he, once he found out, he's like, oh, this is your girlfriend. I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh. And then he just kind of walked away. <laughs> <laughs> no apology or nothing. No. <laughs> I'm like, okay, guy, I get it. The other guy, John Lutz was, he's a family man. He was super nice. They were nice. It's just like kind of, you know, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. And it's just, it's been incredible. And it, and it's like, we do a new show every week. And it, doing all these other shows in the past, you know, it's like you learn how to write, you know, you become better. Mm-hmm. And then doing it weekly really works that muscle, you know, the writing and you know sketch writing and performing muscle and it it just makes you better yeah so that's why second city poaches a lot of people from the sunday night live show is that right it happens a lot yeah we lost a lot i don't want to say lost that sounds bad no i know we two people moved on to they're on the main stage now yeah Yeah. from and and they were they were sketches i mean they were valuable yeah they were valuable but now they're making money and they're they're huge doing what they do yeah and then it's happening you know we have about Three or four other people that are, you know, working, working their way up through Second City, uh, you know, right now, and they'll probably end up on the main stage someday too. Mm-hmm. And another guy in the show, Jonathan, he's on um, a CW show, like wow. a, an American, yeah, wow. And he's still technically a Skechersen, but he's in, he's in, he's out west shooting it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it's called. It's a romance rom-com show. Okay. It's a CW. It's on Netflix right now, and they release the oh, episodes wow. weekly. Oh, this is bad. I don't remember it. Well, it's because I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> How long has Sunday Night Live been running? Do you know? 12 years. 12 years. And you 12 came or in, 13 years. You came in two years ago. Yeah. Right, and I tried two years previous to that. Okay, to get in. So you go. What's the audition process like for that? You go in. They say you can audition on your own or with a partner. Okay. 
and partner uh, of their choosing or no, no, of your own, of your own. Yeah. And it it doesn't happen as much anymore, but both times I auditioned, I was with my friend, my buddy, Aaron, who I do Podcolics with. And both times I moved (laughs) forward and he didn't, (laughs) but he's fine with it. And so you, yeah, you do a couple sketches and, uh, and then you do an audition show. So you do the full show with all these new people. It's okay. incredible. Yeah. And you, you, so the head writer and the producer of the show run the whole thing. The, the, the current cast members don't have a lot of, to do with it. Okay. And then you put on this whole show and then you find out later if you got in or not. So you do it. You do the show to a packed house and it's wild. Wow. And then you find out it yeah. And then you your soul like right gets out. crushed or you know, or not. You pretty much probably know yeah. while the show is going on whether or not the first time I did it I picked a the sketch didn't you wanna pick something that shows you yeah to people and I didn't really do a good job of that. Okay. And uh the second time I'm like I'm get I'm fucking nailing this. So I did, you know. But it's wild. Like when you find out you don't, you didn't get in after doing the full show. Yeah. It's brutal. Like the feeling's brutal. All that work. Because you did it. Yeah. But it's, it's a crazy way to audition. And, but it's, it's, it really shows what people can do. The, the stuff you do for the audition show, is it written for you? You You write write it. it. Everything, everything, everything in the show is written by the people that put it on. Yeah. Okay. So it's not just, they're not just judging performance. They want to see how you can write. Absolutely. They want everything across They the want board. to see how you can write. They want to see how you get along with people, how you work under yeah. pressure. Yeah. They want to see all that. Yeah. So it's a full lid. It's full, full across and the board. It's, it's actually a great way to do it, but it's also really soul smart. crushing for the people that did, didn't get in it, you know? Sure. Because you put everything into it. Yeah. So it's you, a, it, you, it's awesome. you got, you, you got rejected the first time. Yeah. 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 Jeez. It was it was pretty heavy. Is that why you didn't go back? Because you said it was two years. No, before. they don't. They they they. It's not like a, a yearly thing. Okay. Auditions. It's when they run out of a lot of people. Oh, really? They, they so it could be replenish. Four years yeah. Or something. Right now, this cast is fucking incredible. Yeah. We are so like everyone's. We're all getting along so well, mm-hmm. but also we all gel so well. Yeah. And we all complement each other. Yeah. And. When the full cast is there, there's about 12 of us. And when we're all there, the shows are just, they're always great. But when everybody's there, because you don't have to be there every week. Sometimes you can't. Okay. Yeah. When everybody's there, there. The, the sh- there, it's it's wild. It's so much fun. How often is it that you have everybody there? It's pretty rare because everyone's it's rare. Yeah. Okay. So uh, how many? Everyone's pretty busy. Like, And a lot of shit shoots on the weekends now. A lot of non-union stuff. Yeah, I've noticed that picked it up in the last year It doesn't make any sense. Too. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand why. Yeah, it's very strange. But it happens, and uh, it kind of screws people over Yeah, for the show. So is it every single Sunday throughout the year? Every single Sunday. No breaks? Except holiday, some okay. holidays. Like the, the ones that you're going to spend with your family, like Christmas. Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, we won't do a show. Okay. Uh, family day, we'll do a show. Okay. If people are around, if we have enough people, if too many people are gone, then we won't. Mm-hmm. But if there's a, like not a huge deal holiday or like Labor Day, because we'll usually have a rammed house because Monday's the holiday or whatever. Right. Yeah. So everybody wants to still party all weekend. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, it's pretty I, solid. I went. Um, it was about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a friend's birthday. 
and that's what she wanted to do. She awesome. Went, and I'd never seen it. Yeah. Blew my mind. I was yeah. intimidated. Not intimidated. Intimidated is the wrong word. I was almost like, who the fuck are these guys? Because <laughs> I'm a big SNL fan. Yeah. I haven't since I was a kid. It yeah. was kind of my introduction. Well, not my introduction to comedy, but it was the first comedic uh, entity that I really got obsessed with was Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And so when I heard Sunday Night Live, who the fuck do yeah. these guys what think they are? What a bunch of losers. The fuck they like, <laughs> And I saw it and I was like, God damn. Yeah. This is not a group of people that watch Saturday Night Live and go, we can do that. Yeah. This is a group of people that that uh, um, really respect the art form. Yeah. And really try their best. And I... I don't remember a single sketch and you know why it's because it's if, if I don't remember, usually it's because I was laughing through yeah. the entire thing. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm not blowing smoke. No, I like, it's, yeah, that's good. It, that's happened with episodes of SNL where I don't remember what the fuck was so funny, but yeah. last, and it's because I was laughing so much. Yeah. Whereas you know what it's like when you watch something like a sketch show that's got like 15 sketches in it and you remember that one, yeah. you remember it. Not so much because it was hilarious, because the rest of it wasn't. Yeah. So that one stood exactly. out. Whereas with your show, I found it was it was it was really really well put together. Thanks, and what man. shocked me was, is it like SNL where you guys do have sketches already that you're thinking that you write weeks in advance, or do you well start so, the week up? Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to. If, by the way, if that offends you that I'm comparing it to SNL, I no, don't no, know no. That I mean, we, we know what we're doing. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. yeah, fucking show's called Sunday Night Live. Yeah, we know. yeah. <laughs> okay, good. It's the same format. Uh, it, it, it's it's but it, it's fantastic. It's yeah, it's it. but it's great. I mean, they the show they they make sure to put in people that want to do this. Right for a living, but we don't get paid for the show. Like it's just wow, your it's pure passion project, you know. Yeah, it's because you love it, and that's everybody loves doing it. Yeah, it's it's evident. Yeah, so we meet. Yeah, we we'll meet. Uh, we meet on a weekly basis. So on a Thursday, mm -hmm. so you bring in a couple sketches or more. Okay, that you wrote, and then you pitch them, and the head writer puts the show together, and we find out Sunday afternoon what we're doing, and then we do it. We memorize it and run it all Sunday. You you don't even know the show you're doing Sunday night till Sunday afternoon. Yeah, sometimes Saturday night. Sometimes she'll she, Allison Hogg is the head writer. She's great, and uh, yeah, sometimes uh, sometimes Saturday night we'll know, but it's rare. It's usually day of. So how does that work though? I mean, like I I, I mean I I think I work well under pressure, reasonably speaking. But if someone said to me, we're going to be doing a full on hour and a bit, hour and a half, two hour show. Yeah. And you're not going to know what that is until about three hours before we start. Well, it's we start at 1 p.m. OK. And the show's not till 930. Oh, OK. So, you so we're working on it all day. Yeah. OK. Yeah. All right. So but even still, that's still. Yeah. I know. It was wild when I first started doing it. Intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then it's kind of like there's so many people. That you're not doing everything, you okay. know. So I mean, you, you're you're in like three or four things, and it's manageable. Sometimes when there's not a lot of people, you're in like eight things, mm -hmm. and I I love that. But some people, it's like a nightmare. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of memorization, but like you kind of get used to it. Like like I was saying, like you work those muscles, so you you were working your memorization muscles. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's pretty friggin' incredible. And yeah, there's everyone's so fucking talented, but it's just. We're, we're, I think people are finding out about it because our, our houses have been pretty full. Yeah. And the, the crowds have been pretty great. Yeah. So, and that's really good. I think it's gaining momentum. 
because for a while it was kind of we were having trouble getting butts and seats you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh we're trying to put some stuff online like we put a few sketches online yeah just so that people can kind of know about it right i mean like there's 12 incredibly talented people it and, was mind-blowing yeah and it's like it, only in Toronto, you know about it, you know, in a small community, maybe. Yeah. So, it's well, I got to tell you, too, like, uh, just, just to, to jump ahead a bit, I know you and I, we can't talk about it necessarily, <laughs> but we're, you and I are, I'm working with doing you. Doing a secret in, show. A, a secret show, secret sessions, which I'm going to, I'm going to talk about that in the intro to the show. Yeah. I'll give the details for that. But, um, so the, and that's how I met you, which is only I've only I only met you about a month ago when mm-hmm. we came to the first rehearsal. When we got out this. of prison, yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and right away, <laughs> yeah, we were in prison together. Yeah, that's right for killing that guy. That's right. And uh, anyway, I, I'm glad to hear that you're back with your girlfriend, but I'm still a little upset about that. <laughs> I thought we had something in that cell, but uh, don't talk about it. <laughs> it hurts too much. I can't quit you. <laughs> um. Anyway, but but just when we were doing that first read, um, it was obvious that everyone there comes from a, a background where they've done comedy and things like that. Mm-hmm. But then when I heard that you were, because you looked familiar, and I couldn't figure it out. Oh yeah, and I and you must have been on that show that I was. Well, how at, long ago was it? That it was at least a year ago. I would have been there. At least a yeah. year, and that's why I'm there. saying like yeah. you were there for two years. Well, I, been there I think years. if I was in the show, you would have definitely remember, remembered me, this and would've... you would have remembered everything, every single thing I did. <laughs> Maybe you were out that week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I'm surprised you didn't want an autograph when you met me. I uh, uh, for I would... the the show we're doing. Together. I was, you know what? No, it's not. Uh... <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you now, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a secure man. I can say it. I was turned on. Uh, no, actually I was, I was a <laughs> Not little, again. Uh, I was a, a little, um, excited, I guess excited is the word because I hadn't met someone. I'd only seen Sunday night live once, mm-hmm. but I hear about it a lot. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, you guys must be aware that you're talked about a lot in sketch community and in the comedy uh, I, I'm more in the stand-up realm yeah. of things, yeah. but it's talked about. It's all the it's all the same community, pretty yeah, much. It, it yeah, it really is. And and however, what's interesting with comedy community, I'm sure that you can attest to this, is that things are only talked about when they're worth talking about because yeah. there's a lot of comedy in the city, both oh, stand-up man, and sketch. So much, yeah. And and to get someone to say, hey, have you heard of this guy or have you seen this show yeah. or this troupe? That's why, yeah, it's it's the show's incredible because they they make sure to pick people that are passionate about it, yeah, that want to do it, and you have to be. So how's the procrastination thing for you now? Oh with fuck, this? man! <laughs> I can't get a ha- handle on it. Like <laughs> I, you know what? I'm kind of like for the for this for Sunday Night Live, I'll I'll sit down when I have a day off and I'll write something. Okay. Like I I've got that figured out. Okay. Now, the day of memorizing, I'll fuck around for most of the day because I'm hanging out with a bunch of people that I love and they're hilarious. So, like, I don't want to fucking read a piece of paper. I want to hang out with my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes that screws me over. Yeah. Eh, But I I always end up pulling it off, you know. We always, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I've never really screwed up anyone's sketch too bad, I don't think. No. Just my own. That's fine. What about uh, beyond Sunday Night Live? Beyond, what, do you have certain places you want to go? Things you want to do? I want to do all kinds of things, but yeah. it's just like I've been trying to do things for a decade. You know, yeah, yeah. it's just hard to like 
make a living at it. Yeah. See, that's what it is. It's just a grind. It's just a, not a grind, but like a hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. just got to keep doing it. I yeah, I want to like right now. There, it's almost happening. Like, there's all these comedy shows coming out with people that I've seen grow over the years, mm-hmm. and now they're on TV doing stuff. You know, like like I was saying, like the Beaverton and and Baroness von Sketch show and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's starting to bubble a bit, you know? It's yeah. starting to happen, I think. And I hopefully it keeps going. Hopefully yeah. they, some asshole doesn't put the kibosh on it again, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have such a fucking well of talent in this city. Oh, it's insane. That, that Like, they, they can just have some great stuff. It's insane. And all, I know all these people, and I see them on TV, and it's great. And so, like, if that just keeps going, I want to get sucked into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd like to be a part of it. Yeah. In some capacity. Mm-hmm. So, but would you like, like you'd like to stay here in Toronto and yeah, I mean, you know, you, know you don't have aspirations. Go to the states, yeah, but I don't. I had a hard enough time fucking moving here. You know what I mean? I can't imagine <laughs> yeah, yeah. trying to go to Los Angeles. Yeah, like I don't really have a I I don't have a desire to be in the states. If I had to, if I had to, yeah, I like the New York a lot, yeah, but it's yeah. fucking it's America, man. Yeah, it's not it's not home. No, so. That's cool. I, I don't know, man. If I was offered something, you know, of course I'd take it, but I don't think I can, because you're starting over again, mm-hmm. you know, when you go out there. Yep. It's, it doesn't matter if you're huge here. Like I've seen people, it happen to people, you know, they go there and yeah. then they come back because it's like, you're starting over. You're starting from from scratch. Yeah. Because, you, you know, there's a, the rest of America trying to do the same thing. Yeah. So I don't know. You might have a bit easier time if you're a bit bigger here, but. Yeah, it, it ultimately you're bit, you're just starting over, man. Yeah, absolutely. And they film enough shit here in Vancouver. I mean, you know, you can work here. You have to. You can make a living. You have here. to. Yeah. 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 I think that's just. I think that's just people chasing a fame thing, when when they go out there. Yeah, I I think a lot of and that the, is what it is. None of that interests me. Like no. I I've never wanted to be a famous person. Yeah. I've wanted to just be uh, when I was talking about my the professor from college, not professor, my my instructor from college, John Coneskin. He's unknown, like he's not famous, but the guy is a working actor, mm-hmm. and he's been in ev- like he was in the Dead Zone with Wa- Christopher Walken back in the day. Man. He was in the Aviator with Leo DiCaprio, but he's just like a minor character. But he's doing like that's his. He's making a living and doing what he loves. That's what I would like to do. Just yeah. just kind of under the radar guy, you know? Yeah. Do you want to stay as a sketch comedy artist, though? I'd or, love to. Or, or is acting a little bit kind of chipping away at you? Yeah. I mean, I've, that's, you know, that's what I went to school for. Yeah. That's why I was curious because you, yeah. you've kind of had this kind of dual yeah. reality to your, your talent right now, but it sounds like the sketch... Um, I love Comedy it. I love it. And, and where your heart is. Do but doing the Sunday Night Live show is kind of like that's gives you it's your fulfilling my yeah, need, right? Because I mean, I'm not gonna, lot. I'm not gonna. It's not like a show's gonna appear out of nowhere for me that I'm gonna be able to do. Sure, Maybe sure. it will, but I don't know. But I think yeah, if you you gotta branch out, you can't just stick to one. Yeah. One venue, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One fa- facet. <laughs> I don't fucking know. One. Thing, when, thingy, one event. When, <laughs> yeah, when you gotta, goes. yeah. If you, if you, if you're good at what you do, you do more shit. Yeah, you know. Do you enjoy the writing process as I much love as it. the performance? Yeah. yeah, I used to. It was weird 
when I first started doing sketch many moons ago, I didn't like sitting down and writing things. I kind of, we, we would just fuck around and kind of get the beats of the scene as it were. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I kind of, s- once I started to having to audition for Sunday night live, they wanted it written. So I did that. And then, uh, and then started doing the show and d- really started writing like crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is actually great. Yeah. You know, it's weird. It, sometimes it's like you read something you wrote and like, what is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> and then, but it's like, it's like a weird, like, uh, like a release or something, you know, once you, it's in your brain and then you put it on paper and it comes out. It becomes a it funny. Becomes tangent. Yeah. Tangible, and then pardon you're me. Just like, tangible. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, if it's good. Yeah, you know. But that's the problem too. I find when I write something, uh, I I get it out like that's great. Look at that. I yeah. can hold it up now. Yeah. I, I always print it off. Like I make sure I I print it off and I can hold it. Yeah. And then the next day, ah shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, time to rewrite. But it's pretty. I mean, I'm only writing like max five pages at a time. You know, it's not okay. like. But I did. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I'd I'd like to work on other things i'd like to write maybe like a little funny play or something mm-hmm. i don't know just something it'll come yeah there's one day i just gotta work just on it you. yeah 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 and, exactly. and you'll get obsessed with it and then yeah you'll write it. do it yeah just do some fringe thing or something yeah that'd be fun that's great man yeah Show's i never thought i'd like to do it and then the writing thing yeah and then yeah. you kind of just it hits you it, it hits blindsides you, like, you doesn't ah, it? this is great yeah it's the same it thing to really me weird same thing to me a couple of years ago where I, I, I mean, I always had ideas for stories and all that, mm-hmm. but I, I think it was more, I didn't have the confidence to write. I, I didn't. Yeah. Think that was a, my thing too. I'm like, I can't write. I'm not smart like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know how to use I don't a computer. Have a yeah. I don't, I don't know words. I don't know. No words. <laughs> yeah. That's that Steve Martin bit. Uh, I can't speak with pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true, and then it hits you, and then you do it, and you're like, I think half of it, every writer will say, too, it's just doing it. Yeah. Like, it's amazing how just the action of writing is enough to stop a yeah. lot of people from actually Cause writing. Because that's a, that's a whole other, that's a whole other uh, place for uh, talented people to feel for them to work in is yeah. writing, you know? Yeah. That's also the other side of it is, like, you can, a lot of... Again, from Sunday Night Live, a, a, a lot of people get poached for writing jobs. This hour is 22 minutes, the Beaver 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot, this hour is 22 minutes was, was poaching a lot of people from the show back in the day. Wow. And uh, they still, there's still a few people working on that show that were on, used to be on Sunday Night Live. That's amazing. Because it's, again, it's working that muscle, yeah. you know? And well, it, yeah. That's all you do is write, right? Well, it's it's a gift. Like a show like that is a gift because a lot of people they don't get that weekly release and that weekly exercise. As yeah. you're saying, and it's amazing how much. That's why I even find like doing a podcast. That's why I try and do this weekly is because it's it's good to uh, having something to do every single week. Too, it just keeps your the juices flowing. Yeah. So it's it's really important because you can, well you know because you've you've talked about it how several times you'd have uh, months like long. Um, periods of time where you wouldn't do anything and you feel you feel yeah. that kind of weight of just that it. i spent a lot of my life having a lot of time of doing nothing yeah and now 
I'm lucky because I've, I've been bare, pretty busy. Yeah. I have, I, but it's also to the point where like, I don't have any time for myself. Yeah. But I kind of like that. Like I like being busy. Me too. And because I spend a lot of time not doing anything and, yeah. and it really t- is taxing on your soul, you yeah. know, yeah. as a performer. You feel useless. You, you feel, feel useless. Especially, yeah. especially someone like you who's got, it's not an arrogant thing. It's not an ego thing. You're just aware that you've got uh, some abilities and you've mm-hmm. got some talents and skills. And so if you're not using them, it yeah. almost feels like an absolute waste. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, it, uh, you got to stay busy. Well, I'm glad you made time for this, man. Thanks, man. We got to wrap it up. Cause okay. You got to, yeah, I got to go to do my this... stupid part-time job cause I can't make money in comedy. It's coming, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've only been working a few weeks on this and I'm going to advertise the hell out of it. Oh, Everyone thanks, needs buddy. to come and see it, but yeah, but you're great to work with. I really, I've really enjoyed our rehearsal time too. Yeah, so man. You're you great too. You're hilarious. Oh, buddy. Stop. Thanks. Man. Oh, geez. Oh, it. What are you doing later? <laughs> I don't know. You. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, buddy. No problem, buddy. Okay. All right, there we go. Matt Nadell. God, I hope I'm saying his last name right. Matt Nadell. Go check out Sunday Night Live every Sunday at the Comedy Bar in Toronto, just down from the um, intersection of Ossington and Bloor. You won't regret it. It's fantastic. And I need to go back more frequently to see it. So I encourage you to do so also. Support Canadian sketch comedy performance art. Go see it. These guys work hard. They put everything they have into this. It, it means the world to them. And uh, and the least we could do is go out and watch it and support it. That's the least we could do. We could do a bit more, like promote it. We could tell our friends to go see it too. So do that. Uh, also, Matt and I are in a show together. The Secret Sessions movie experience. Go get your tickets at secretsessions.ca. It's playing again November 8th to November 12th entertainment district in toronto it's gonna be lots of fun can't tell you what movie it is very funny movie very funny movie that's called i can't say it damn it i wish i could anyway go check that out uh as always if you'd like to uh send me any comments or uh anything you'd like to say about the show you can do that on our website it's doingitpod.com you can follow it at doingitpod on twitter it's also on instagram and uh thanks so much for listening Hopefully I'll see some of you at the show, The Secret Session, November 8th to November 12th. Entertainment District, secretsessions.ca. Get your tickets. All right. Have a good week, everybody.